Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Talking Through the Medias. Your home for entertainment news, a little bit of good vibes, a little entertainment, and from well, I'll try to entertain if I if I can. Usually my jokes always fail, but you know whose jokes never fail? It's the one and the only Sarah. How you doing, Sarah? What's going on? Hey, how are you? <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna put the pressure on you. You know, you know who never tells a bad knock knock joke? <laughs> it's, it's Sarah. But uh, we have the same thing as always. We have three topics that we're going to go through. We're going to talk about uh, for the week. It's hump day. So, you know, let's let's talk a little entertainment news, a little Batgirl uh, movie news, a little Blade. And uh, I want to do a little Loki uh, talk because I haven't done my recap of the, the last episode. Uh, so I thought, you know, it was the final episode of the season. So I usually get into what I call the binge. I wanted to do a little quick, a little five minute binge discussion of, you know, of the whole series, actually. Just get your quick thoughts on it. I'll tell you what I think about it and why um, everybody is going, you know, uh, they're all the hot or cold about Loki. What's going on out there? So we'll just talk a little bit about that. Um, am I am I noticing something? Is everything uh, frozen or anything? Anything? Let's see. I think there might be a little bit of a freeze here. We let me try again. So we get that fixed. Hey, are you there? You're back. Your mic is off. That's what's going on. There we go. I think your mic is off. You gotta unmute yourself. <laughs> there we go. All right, we're back. Okay. Can't have Sarah without her sound. I mean, yeah. come on. There is no, yeah. What is Sarah without the sound? Let's go. Okay. All right. We're gonna. This is our second attempt for uh <laughs> this is our second attempt for ep for episode 200 i don't know why this episode is so cursed but mm. episode two is uh, two, i mean episode 200 is just i don't know our 200th episode thank you guys for uh for joining us early i know this isn't usually the normal time you probably you guys will probably catch up later on at nine o'clock when you're used to seeing talking through the medias but we're doing it early because i got you know something to do later on i'm gonna go uh watch a i was invited to a a, a press uh a press screening of snake eyes so i'm gonna go check that out i'm gonna give a review tonight and i'm gonna bring a little equipment with me so hopefully it'll it'll be a good time and you'll uh get a good review from me if not you'll get a very very long bad review from me <laughs> <laughs> you know i am very long-winded on that so i'm hoping i'm thinking it's gonna be a good movie it, it, the trailers look good did you are you interested in snake eyes did you watch the gi joe stuff so I've watched some of the GI Joe stuff, but not a lot. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah. The um, but I have seen this trailer, and it does look good. I like a lot of the the fight scenes. The choreography of the fight scenes are amazing, always in GI Joe. So I guess we'll see whether this one's good. Yeah, and I'm hoping that there's not another uh, a glitch uh, happening. I think the animation is it's it's fine. Let me let me double check real quick. Let me hit the live button. It, there might be a hiccup here. Or there, I'm gonna have to get like uh, some new software or something to figure out what I'm doing wrong with this with this animation. But let me let me try to fix it real quick because at this point I could still edit it out because there's nobody really uh, here live. Let's let me double check. Is it still look like it's freezing on our end? Yeah, we're both kind of we're both kind of delayed here. Framing. Let me let me double check real quick. Let me do it. Let me do a quick test. See where we are. Yeah. I'm gonna have to. Yeah, I'm definitely gonna have to get some something to solve. Guys, let me let me reset it real fast, without stop without stopping, and then I'm gonna start real quick. Let's see if I can. Let's see if. Let's see if I can fix it real quick. So, how are we animating now? I just see the episode screen. I mean, on uh, on your end, I think you're. Okay, wiggling yeah. around. It looks like I can't. I just see the episode two hundred and then your setup screen. I, I don't see us. I think I might. We might be back. What is that? How does that look now? Is that better? Yeah, you look good. Okay, you're moving. Of course, of course. All right, I think we. <laughs> I, I think it might be. It was just like a little delay. So let's try to. 
hopefully power through episode 200 is cursed so <laughs> real quick guys i'll just i'll just get through it real fast so if you want to watch this episode uh or if you can't watch this episode you want to listen to it you can go to spotify or sound uh, soundcloud itunes give us a rating you can listen to us uh there uh, remember, if you want to send in questions, comments, concerns, you can always put it in the box through on our live stream, uh, streamlabs.com, t 3 media slash tips, or uh, through Super Chats and whatnot. But I also just dropped a video on TikTok uh, saying that, why don't you use our Q&A button? And, and maybe I'll start using the We Got Your Mail feature there uh, only. And speaking of TikTok real quick before, I know I'm going to piss off the uh, the YouTube gods by delaying. You sent me a video to react I to. You did. said do a blind reaction to it. I tried and there, it wouldn't allow me to to uh, duet it. The video oh. You get. So I'll, I'll, try, I'll see if maybe it was on my end and uh, I'll fix it. But yeah, I saw the video and I tried. I didn't watch it, but I'll okay, try to good. do it uh, to it. So, uh, so, okay, let me get on topic here. So topic number one, guys. Uh, comes to us from Variety. Uh, so the In the Heights star Leslie Grace and Five Feet Apart actress Haley Lou Richardson are emerging as the top contenders to take the role for Barbara Gordon in Batgirl, the upcoming HBO Max superhero film. Batgirl will be directed by Adil L. Arby and ba- uh, Balal, if I'm saying it right, Falal, the directing pair uh, behind Bad Boys for Life. One of the few box office successes of the pandemic that, uh, we, that we got in 2020. What do you are? I know you are a Marvel to the heart, mm-hmm. but what do you think about? Do you are you even into the MC the DCEU or is it just? No, <laughs> I like DC. I have I have no issue with DC. Um, I do have concerns about this movie in in a couple in a couple different ways Mm -hmm. and one is definitely going to be um just the whole bat girl thing i never liked it because she's technically uh, when she batgirl first emerged in the dc comics she was 18 years old Mm -hmm. okay an 18 year old is a young woman she's not necessarily a girl if you look at um the the bat boy characters there's never really been like bat boy as much as like you know they called him like they have like robin right yeah but they but they have like um red hood and like all these different uh, like i think it's all these different names for all these different guy characters but there's but and even if they're like 16 years old and some of them are that young Mm -hmm. She's technically she's a young woman. And I get how there's also a bat woman who was in her 30s when when she first emerged in the comics and it's a completely different character. But I don't know, 18 is, you know, a young woman to me, not not necessarily a girl. And but, so, so you've always had issues with the with the, the fact that they've all that with the bad girl character as a just just as an idea or what do you, just what do you as, think? Just as just as an idea, just just the the little bit of sexism i find mm-hmm. calling a young woman a girl infantilizing them that that's it right there but i mean the actresses that i that's the short and skinny of it. it it's good comics it's it's good action you know that kind of thing even though they do kind of you know you can obviously see her six-pack and her her breastplates in there and she, so she's obviously not a girl mm-hmm. a young girl or something but um the actresses that are associated with this are all younger they're in their late teens and 20s and there is such a list of people a tremendous list so i guess we'll see who hbo picks but i mean the top contenders are um leslie grace and Haley lou richardson yeah i remember there were more that were discussed but now it seems like they're narrowing it down to these these two yeah but they're both um i i believe both of them have family that that are also in the business mm-hmm. so i know um leslie grace both of her parents were actors and she's been in a bunch of movies and i'm not sure what Haley lou richardson has been in mm-hmm. but her her family's also um actors and in the business too aren't they i believe so yeah you're, you're right about that and what i think what i've well when i think of uh of this with uh because i didn't know at first i thought this was maybe a dceu thing or this was a mm-hmm. um uh like a standalone like the way they're doing with um patterson's batman and i'm 
still I'm like 50-50 on that and especially with the fact that they narrowed it down to these two actresses now maybe maybe I'm one of those guys I probably am that's always <laughs> thinking outside the box and in the wrong direction for the wrong reason but not to make a thing about it but I find it interesting that uh, that one is, uh, that one is a woman of color and one is, is, is white because that tells me uh, to me it feels like does that mean that if it lands on one actress that that would tell us that and this is not a definite I'm just being <laughs> stupid that this is a definite DCEU link or if it lands the, on the woman of color that it's the spinoff because if I'm not mistaken when Robert Pattinson's Batman is a standalone it's not connected with the DCU but but um, Commissioner Gordon is played by a, a, a black male so I feel I, I and they'll probably if, even if it's not what I think it is. Uh, the, the speculation, they, they're probably opening it up to whatever they want to do. Uh, because even if it is, let's say, for example, if it is uh, linked to the DCEU, and that would mean it's not linked to Robert, it's, uh, ben, that's Ben Affleck's Batman. And if they pick mm -hmm. the woman of color to be um, Barbara Gordon, it would st they could still say that, uh, was it, what's that, J.K. Is it Simmons? What's that actor who played uh, Commercial yeah, Gordon? Yeah, J.K. Simmons. Simmons, that he married a woman of color or something like that. that that's that's mm -hmm. the easy way to fix, uh, to just explain it. But I don't know why that fell was the first thought that popped in my head. Like, if they, if they, pick, if they pick the uh, one lady, that means it's DCU probably. If they pick the other one, then she's related to the, uh, the black man that's, that's playing Gordon in uh, Pattinson's Batman. And it's probably not that. I'm just being stupid. But I... I just thought that that was interesting, but I, I I don't care which which one is picked. I I like both. I like the looks of, of both. I'm sure that there's a reason why it's come down uh, to the to these two, and um, I'm excited to see. I'm just hoping that whoever they pick, it just it does, the acting style and the chemistry just fits with what ever script that they wrote that's really what the other stuff i was just talking about was just me being stupid <laughs> no, i mean i think you make some valid points i mean traditionally all of the the batmans and you know all those extra characters have all all been white mm -hmm. and ultimately batgirl didn't have such a developed character history in the dc comics to where it would make a difference what her actual race was so right. i think it's i mean it would be a good change to have her be a, a different race other than white and then and it really wouldn't matter within the historical comics either yeah. and, because, I mean, and they could like i said they could easily explain it if they if it's linked to patterson's it's it's probably yeah. not i mean but, but also why would why should they they would yeah exactly wouldn't, why couldn't she just to. show up and and be not white why couldn't she be a different race and because, and it be you know, you, perfect. well we both know the answer to that because the <laughs> the, the, the trolls would be like that girl has always, and then it comes back to that other uh, collaboration I did with somebody said that redheaded uh, <laughs> characters are usually recast as black, so it's probably so it's it's, yeah. it's funny. That's that's because like we, we were joking about roulette uh, <laughs> earlier, <laughs> red red and black. That's because you know we you know we're we're all part of the family. We all we're all family. Red, you, uh, but you can bet on red on this one, okay, guys? Red, okay, we'll we'll see. <laughs> We'll see. Uh, when, when... But she was blonde in the comics. So, I yeah. mean, if they want to get all up about it, just die whoever, whatever actress gets it. Yeah, Give she, her some blonde hair blonde. to start with. I think originally she was blonde and she became a mm -hmm. redhead, if I'm not mistaken. Um, and then she stayed a redhead because. They... Well, Batgirl, are you talking about? Batgirl. Um... Uh, Bat I, mean, I know she's been blonde and uh, a redhead, but was Batgirl always a redhead or was she originally blonde? She was blonde in, in her in the first comic and it was, oh gosh, I can remember, I can't remember what line it is, but the, the number of the comic is number 18 and I can't remember the storyline of it, but I did read through it today, <laughs> but she was blonde in that one. She was mm -hmm. blonde, skinny and white and they had her in that classic, you know, next to no waist and but you usually know, when people think of uh, the, the majority of images that I've always seen, especially in animation and whatnot, they, it's, it's usually a, a redhead. But I, but it, like I said, red, redhead, blonde, uh, black, I don't care. It doesn't matter. Uh, they, yeah. they can. I, I just want I just want the best actress for the job. I just want the best person to fit the whatever script that they wrote. 
Uh, I'm really curious about what's going on with Patterson's Batman. It might not even be anywhere uh, uh, linked to it, but I'm just curious on what they're what they're doing. I'm hearing a lot of. I don't think things. it will be because this will be an HBO rec- recreation, and so I I do have some concerns about HBO running it though, because if you if you think of HBO and how they do their shows and their movies, mm. it's it's a lot, and I hate to say it, but it's a lot of nudity. There's a there's what's the problem? a bit of. <laughs> a bit of extra nudity, but there's not the like. I don't want to watch a comic based movie or show and people be gratuitously naked. I just, I just mean, not into it. I mean, I mean, if they do that, then I'll have a big problem with it. They can mess with the story to fit their theatrics or however they want to do it, but just I don't need to see anybody naked and I don't need to see needless romantic connections either. Yeah, I mean, HBO is also, if I'm not mistaken, the producer of, um, or uh, the main producers of Lois, Superman and Lois as mm-hmm. well, which is why people are saying that's why the quality of the, the show uh, looks way different and in some people's opinions better than what's been normally being uh, presented on the CW. Um, so... Well, I mean, you're you're comparing CW, which, if you want to, to HBO. Yeah, exactly. And it's like comparing, you know... Dollar store fruit salad (laughs) to, you know, like gourmet fruit salad, like homemade fruit salad versus fruit salad you get at a can of the dollar store. I mean, it's different. That seven core meal that you can get at a fancy (laughs) restaurant compared to whatever the hell's in my fridge. Not hating on the CW or dollar store fruit salad. That's got it. That's good in its time. You know, you Uh, want dollar store fruit salad, you got a hankering, go get it. You know, watch your CW. They got some good shows, but the production quality and the amount of money that HBO can throw on it versus the CW. I mean, come on. Like she's trashing, she's trashing the uh, CW as I slowly get out of frame, like mm, you're on your own on this one. I no, love the CW Flash. CW is great. I love the Flash. But you're comparing CW to HBO. You know, it's different. HBO is a lot more money. A lot more money and a lot more nudity. All right, guys, let us know That's what true. you guys think uh, about the whole uh, thing with Batgirl. If they're gonna be, if if uh, if they're going to cast one of these young ladies, I I'm looking forward to it. I'm, I'm curious on on like she said, like Sarah said, being a HBO Max property uh one of their first uh projects with at this level I, i'm trying to see what's going on here does that mean that a lot of their side characters not the main dc uh characters that we see on the big screen are, is there are they going to get their own movies and they're going to go straight to hbo max I'm, I'm curious about that so let us know what you guys think about that whole thing and uh maybe we'll talk about it some more on uh, another episode or on we got your mail so without further ado let me try to fix these glitches and get to the next topic which is from uh, Deadline. So, so after a thorough search that involved months of meeting of slew of talent, Marvel's new Blade movie has found its director. While a deal is not yet done, sources tell Deadline that Bassam Tariq, best known for directing the Riz Ahmed film Mogul, Mo, uh, Mowgli, uh, is in talks to helm the new ad- adaptation of the popular comic with Marsha, uh, Mahersha Ali set to play the iconic vampire hunter stacy oc i'm sorry about butchering the name stacy osay kufor is on board to pin the script with marvel studios president kevin feige uh producing and that comes to us from deadline so i am the, i've always been uh, a big fan of blade of course with the with what we saw from uh wesley snipes version of it and i'm i'm not ashamed to say that I got so excited about Blade that I ran with a fake story that was uh, presented on IMDb. Um, I'm not, and I'm not going to call out where I've recently got it from it, but I looked it on, on IMDb. So here's a warning to anyone out there who has has presented the full cast of the upcoming Blade uh, uh, movie that hasn't been set in stone. The whole um, the whole list that's on IMDb of, of, of like Jada Pickett Smith, for example, that's not concrete. And I've been, t- I've put that out there on TikTok and I was told by a lot of people like, no, Chris, you might want to retract this one. This is not concrete. Uh, so uh, anybody out there who's done that, like, like be warned, like double check the sources. So I, re- I pulled it back just in case, but it seems like this, the new director, um, the Mo- uh, mogul Mowgli. I didn't watch it, but I believe, if I'm not mistaken, that was the story about the the gentleman who's a uh, who's into I think rock and roll, and I think he was losing his hearing. 
if I'm not mistaken. And I think that's what he was. You're talking about mogul or Mowgli? Is it, is it, is it mogul? Is it what it's called? Or is it, or is it two yeah, titles? Mowgli is the kid from Jungle Book. Yeah, but I, and I know, and I saw, but I saw Mogul Mowgli. <laughs> I'm, I'm thinking if this, is that the full title or is it just called Mogul? Because I believe he was also nominated for an Academy Award for that. And I think it was a, a Amazon Prime original. But I, it, 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 here in Deadline, it said Mogul Mowgli, unless the t- it was a typo. Let's just say it was Mogul. <laughs> okay. But, but, uh, but the actor uh, in there, I think he was also in the first Venom movie as the villain. He's a great actor and um, he's amazing, amazing yeah. actor. So, so um, the person who directed uh, the movie that got him that Oscar nod is now going to be um, uh, directing uh, Marsha uh, Ali on Blade. So I'm I'm excited about that. That means uh, Kevin Kevin Feige is not afraid to take people who are virtually unknown, known in the business, but virtually unknown, like in popularity wise to the fans and take a take a chance on them and, and so far it hasn't failed yet because kevin feige is known for saying that he why would you not go for the big name uh, actor he's a, a good storyteller is a good storyteller and obviously the people that he's meeting with they they present their idea their vision and so far so good uh, they, but what's, what's the thing that people are always saying and feige we trust as far as the, uh, <laughs> so i'm excited no matter what uh, i'm looking forward to it i'm a huge Bl- uh, blade fan and uh, I can't wait to see who the um, the rest of the cast members are, if or if IMDb got it right. But I was told they got it wrong. Mm-hmm. Jada Pickett Smith would be, would be interesting. Uh, Kerry Washington would be an interesting uh, cast uh, as well. Robert De Niro. Robert De Niro is what was said, but I was told that that was that that's not set in stone. So okay, I had to well you know you know how I feel about IMDb. I you know they lie. They do. They lie because it can be edited. <laughs> they lie because they lie just for publicity maybe they sent it to robert de niro maybe he said no already we don't know that but like what who i'm really excited about i'm excited about sam riami mm-hmm. i think that's how you say his name but he is amazing like he was in the evil dead mm-hmm. and the army of darkness so if he comes on as a producer, are we going to be able to see that that darkness brought into bl- like the first oh, yeah. blade, how it was a little dark, but it could have been much scarier. Yeah. Like it could have been more horrific than the original blade was more of like an action type movie where they where they had like the, the Bruce Willis movies during that time period. So it would be interesting to see if they could make it a little more of a horror with action. And imagine the depth that would bring into this movie. Like that would just be amazing because ultimately it is about vampires and it was very bloody and it was very visceral. It was just, it was just all very animalistic and the fight scenes were amazing and people were like hissing at each other and one thing I'm really excited about, and oh, I will be so mad if this doesn't happen. If I, know, I, I think I know what you're about to say. The thing that I was Richard E. Grant is coming in, and supposedly as Dracula, um, as him as, as Dracula. Who else? Uh, you said Ooh. Robert De Niro as Whistler, and I think it said um, Donald Lug as Quinn. Do you know if you don't know who that is he's amazing probably wasn't he he was the same character in, in the original blade then yeah. that's why i was that's why i was freaking out i'm like is this a multiverse yeah. of madness situation they bringing him back like wesley snipes was having such a, a, a hard time and killing him it would be hilarious mm-hmm. if he somehow were to come back and this new blade and maybe maybe he is the the vampire from the original and he's telling the new deacon frost and stuff like 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 wesley couldn't kill me this guy won't be able to kill like like just making a joke out of yeah. it like nobody knows what he's talking about but we i would love that but people are saying that that, that that imdb is wrong and i'm hoping they're right i'm hoping imdb is right about this cast because i would freak out uh i love I, I love the uh the thing i loved about blade as like just like you said as much mm-hmm. as bloody as it was um and the the horror and everything but the thing i love more about the original blade was the 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 uh the dialogue the the the, the script the, the the conversation like with deke between deacon frost and 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 just anyone I, I i don't know why the conversations got me just as much as any of the action or the gore because it was it was such an in-your-face 
like the, the the smoothness of uh, of that character, the way he was just so he was he has got to be like one of my top five uh, vampires uh, uh, out of any movie. Like he he reminded me of is it Kiefer Sutherland on um, mm-hmm. Lost Boys? He, it felt like it felt like that that vampire brought into a comic book movie. I don't know what it was about the way Deacon Frost was presented. If that's the way he's portrayed in the uh, in the comic books, but but his uh, delivery in, in that movie, just those those conversations, the, the, that whole your mascara is running because he was out in the sun with the uh, with the uh, suntan, the uh, yeah, lotion blocking the, the sun, and he's just the way he just kind of like like looked at him. And just, it's just the, I don't know why little subtle things like that. Not even didn't even say a word. Just the way he checked and looked, and and it was like it was. I, I knew a thousand things were being thought and said uh, without without a word being mentioned. Just it, the, the acting was great in that movie but and what made part two so good was what you were saying about the horror uh, quality well how you felt about the horror in the first one is how i feel about the horror in the second one so i'm, oh, really? ex- I'm excited about i want them to make i agree i want blade to be scary as hell hopefully as, yeah as, as, it what, should be it's it about freaking be. vampires <laughs> exactly i mean come on that's get less that's something you like you yeah, can't mess up there's, no there's a vampire but but you know what Hollywood has neutered the vampire so much nowadays. Uh, uh, back in the day, it used to take an army to kill one vampire. Now any yeah. kid can do it. Like, <laughs> yeah. So it's like so it's like that's that's what's been going on in, in my opinion. So well, um, it'll be interesting to see if they actually do bring in the Dracula character mm-hmm. because if you think about the original, like with. Um, Stephen Dorff in it and what he brought to that Deacon Frost character because mm. he was he was a true born or like I can't remember what they referred to it as so he was born a vampire so mm. he wasn't turned so that's the reason why he could wear the the sun protectant and go out in the sun for short periods of time and ultimately you know Dracula being you know having all those descendants and, and whatsoever and it it's just it's all it's horrifying. It's horrifying. So it should be a horror movie as much as it's an action movie. And just Wesley Snipes portrayal of how damaged he was, how damaged and angry he was. He was essentially alone since, you know, since birth. I mean, his mother died giving birth to him. So it's, it's, it's going to be interesting. And his whole, his whole outlook through the whole movie is just revenge yeah if they tap into that uh more the way they the way they did on on the first blade the fact that you know he was yeah. outside he couldn't really fit in with the vamp with the vampires because he was a day walker and he couldn't fit in with regular uh humans because he was a damn vampire so it was like yeah. like he, he was like you said he was totally alone and i want yeah. you're right i want them to um to tap into to the the trauma and and that because you're right that did feed into why Wesley Snipes, um, his version of Blade had that chip on his shoulder. He he pretty much hated everyone equally. You couldn't you couldn't yeah. accuse him of of, of, uh, of racism. He hated everybody. <laughs> yeah, he was like, I mean, I I hate. I always say this about these cowboys and uh, these. Oh, sorry, these characters and how they're basically like cowboys. They're mm-hmm. they are. If you think of like really old western movies, he is that lone cowboy riding on the range seeking revenge and once he's done, he's he has no other reason to live. And right. so I mean, that's what was good about the second Blade movie. I mean, he like what happens next after you accomplish a a mission like right. that. And you know, so but Wesley Snipes played him perfectly and he they better not make him soft. Exactly. They better not make Blade soft in this new movie. Don't give him too many feelings. Yeah, and and don't and and don't um, nerf these these vampires. I I miss the days because uh, they did it perfectly in part one and part two. Vampires mm-hmm. were were hard to, to kill. kill. They were very yeah. tough to kill, uh, and that was that was executed very well in both the first one and and the second one. And then uh, I think in the third one, and then almost every vampire movie afterwards, it was like eh. You know, just a little holy water sprinkle in there. They'll, they'll. Yeah, they <laughs> don't explode. Yeah, ex- exactly. They, I mean, they're basically parasites. They're just walking, talking parasites that can infect anyone, and that's the scariest part about vampires. That and they suck your blood, and they're super strong. So it's just, 
It's crazy to think. I like the one in the first Blade movie when she called him a sexually transmitted disease. <laughs> <laughs> That's all you are. That's basic. That's, That's basically it. what it is. Hey. Get a little bit so, of that on you, and it's like oh, bloodborne disease. It's not, yeah, it's not gonna. It's, it's, mm-hmm. There's no. There's no. Uh, no quick little shot. Uh, really for that. It's, it's, all, it's like. It's like uh, hepatitis. Yeah. Can't get rid of it. Yeah, that's going to that's gonna stick with you <laughs> like luggage. All right, guys, let us know what you guys think about the direction uh, that, that MCU is. Uh, even though it's going to be PG-13, I'm still hopeful because you can really push the boundaries of it. It won't be that bloody, but you can still I don't know. I think I think PG-13 movies are allowed to be really, really violent. There's just not going to be any nudity. No nudity. So I, I like that it's going to be PG-13 because nobody's going to get naked. You know how I feel about people needlessly get, getting naked in movies. Mm-hmm. But bring on the gore. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, Sarah, kill fun over here. <laughs> <laughs> doesn't, want, uh, doesn't want to see a uh, naked blade, but I'm sure there's a... All you, uh, all you out there that want to see a naked, a naked blade, I'm sure you guys... <laughs> We'll write it in the box below and uh, petition. Uh, that's what that's what the original Blades were missing. Uh, Wesley Snipes and a butt shot, probably right. That's probably. But why would he need to be naked? Uh, you know, you know, to sell, you know, candy, why would he you know, need to be know, naked? To sell like ointment or whatever some marketing company is gonna you put on Wesley Snipes. Boudreaux's <laughs> <laughs> butt paste. Yeah, by minute, you know. <laughs> So let us know what you guys think and maybe we'll talk about it. Uh, speaking of glorious purpose, uh, I wanted to I wanted to talk a little bit more. I know it's already been uh, coming gone and everything, but I wanted to just give my quick little binge, my binge review of uh, the Loki series. So not, not only just to talk about how the show ended, but just just the whole uh, series as, as a whole and just to give uh, my quick my quick thoughts on it, because I. I'm gonna. I'm mostly in agreement with with everyone else. I I rank it third after you know, Wanda and um, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, but it's not. It's not. Uh, it's a close third for. It's a close fight for for second place because there were some of the things that that were done in um, in WandaVision that it just. Being being first was probably what really helped because I I feel like maybe if the order was shifted around maybe we'd be saying something different maybe everybody would be disappointed in Wandavision maybe not but maybe just we never know how people are going to react sometimes but being the first out of the gate I think Wandavision had the the advantage and the fact that it was a mystery and like what the hell is going on and how they they subtly did it uh, but, I, but I think every season every uh, series did that same thing it was a, it was kind of like well except for Falcon and Winter. Well, Falcon, you pretty much knew who the bad guys were and what the hell was going on. Everybody was just wondering what uh neat what um what was the what was the funny guy with the mask? What's his name again? I was about to say Nemo. Ne- what was his name? And Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Come the on. funny guy. The funny the guy with the mask. The 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 one that the the bad guy from Civil War. Uh, you know, he was a meme for a while with that funny dancing in the club. What? Uh, guys, killing me. What is his name? Guys, write it in the comment section. What is it? What was his name from the Anyway, the rich guy that they had to work with on Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Um, now you let me. Damn it, sir! You made me lose my train of thought by not giving me the answer. But uh, but I, I I feel that that Loki did a lot of things better than those other two series. And but one of the things that I was worried about, I talked about it a lot during their episode recaps, was the the whole the love connection between Sylvie. And, and Loki, I was hoping they weren't going to go that far with it, and then they did. Um, I was hoping for. I was surprised that the you you, you found you, you found his name Baron Zemo. Maybe? Zemo, I was, I was calling okay. Him, he I was, was a bad guy. I you you got me by when you saying like the rich guy because I was like he wasn't. We well, had a jet. I mean, he had a butler. It wasn't his jet. He was on loan. Like he was, he was in bust it. out of jail. <laughs> I mean, it was. Like, I mean, he was in he it. Was it in was, jail. Yeah, he said but he, he was, was a baron. He, he said he was. Yeah, he said he was a, like a baron or something like that. He yeah, said, his name is Baron Zemo. He's yeah. Baron Zemo. Yeah, he's rich. Yeah. No, he's a scientist. Oh yeah, but he's a baron. <laughs> I think his name is Baron. I don't think he's a baron. <laughs> ah. He's not like a title. He was a scientist that worked on the Winter Soldier. Well, he stole the stuff and then. No, they're they're retconning him. They're going to make they're making him rich. (laughs) 
<laughs> but but I think that a lot of things that worked with uh, uh with Loki. One of the things that I was kind of upset about with Loki was the fact that we had this whole thing, this this story development with the Loki character that took years to get to Endgame and for him to finally become you know uh, a likable more well now he's always likable but uh, a good brother to his, his brother Thor and everything and become a true ally. And it seemed that it happened within just a matter of weeks. What took years to get Loki there because of the TVA just took a couple of weeks. I mean, he saw himself sacrifice himself to, to Thanos and he, and he meets Sylvie and not, now he's pretty much as, lo, as, as loving and caring. He's than, whipped. Than, I think as, that's the difference. I, I guess I was trying to be nice okay. about it. He's just straight beta. He just turns to Where, straight beta. In the, in the character arc you're talking about that took years because he didn't love anybody. Okay, and then all of a sudden he meets the love of his life. Tell me you don't know a guy that was hard as nails and he meets the love of his life and he's like a puppy dog now. That's all it takes. Takes a good woman. Come right. on, you know that. Right, exactly. <laughs> well, not only that, but a good woman of, of a variant of your of yourself and, and everything. So it was, it was it was an odd choice. And at the very end, like it was it was basically just a, a big old conversation between uh i guess it was about to become kang the conqueror uh and and this whole trick about whether so the theory is that is that he wanted to be sacrificed he he actually wanted it and he needed um sylvia to do it that's why when it felt like when loki was kind of getting through to her that's when that's when he shifted a little bit and 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 kind of egged him on hey sylvia you you really sure you can trust this guy and he he, he, he it didn't make any sense if you really want them to take over the TVA and take your place. Why? Why are you still pinning them against each other and and uh, and screwing with their their heads? I feel like that whole thing uh, was a trick to set off the uh, the the Kang the Conqueror, the whole timeline thing. Well, and it's, everything. He is technically he who remains. So there's a variant of the him, he who remains, that will become Kang. Right. But he is not king. But exactly, that's what I, yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah. So, but so I, that's I, the I difference. Like so king whole... will be a completely separate character. But yeah, I do agree that it was basically suicide. Like he was because just... he knew because he knew he'd be back, right? Yeah. Well, in a in a not him specifically, but a variation of him. Yeah, that's why. And what was that wink he gave? He said something like, "I'll see you soon," right? Yeah, he meant. But that. I mean, he's been. You have to think of he's been doing this for millions of years, and he won't die like so he's wouldn't you get bored yeah, exactly so the the whole that's that was my question so like why like i feel like this was all a master plan like i feel like i, I don't know why i feel like he yeah he wants this whole you know, maybe out of boredom you know what i've kept this timeline together for, for all this time eh, let's see what kang does <laughs> well if you think like he knew what happened he would he he was fine in the world that he had control of because he knew what happened up into a certain point. And I believe that is true out of what he said. So everything that had happened for mil for however long it was up until they crossed that threshold, he knew exactly what was going to happen. And then he goes into this space and you could see his entire personality change, mm -hmm. his attitude shift shifted. He was very confident before. As soon as they passed that threshold, he was, he was stuttery. He was, his stature was small. He had no idea what was going to happen. And that I think a was terrifying for him and B he would have to start the battle all over again in order to, you know, regain or, or hold on to control. But even then, if he did that, he would have no assurances as of what was going to happen. So he had no control. So he would be fighting everybody and never know what the real outcome was. Whereas before he always knew what the outcome was. Overall, um, so what did you think about the series overall? What did, what do you rank it? So I, I, okay. So first, before we can do a ranking, we have to be fair to all the other series and talk about the obstacles that they faced. So Wanda faced the start of COVID. So if the first couple episodes, no issue. And then throughout the middle of the series towards the end, it was all COVID. So they had to cut a lot of story. They had to change a lot of story. There was a lot more characters that were meant to be in it. It was supposed to tie more heavily into the, the Multiverse of Madness movie that's coming out with Doctor Strange in it. So there's a lot of the story that should have been there that was missing. Mm -hmm. Okay. Falcon and the Winter Soldier 
still the same. So they dealt with COVID in a different way, but a lot of the story that was supposed to be in there is missing because of the Black Widow movie. Mm. Black Widow movie was supposed to come out like right after or like during the same time that was playing because there were supposed to be crossovers between those movies, that I, movie yeah, and I, the series. I heard that Black Widow was supposed to come out before Falcon and Winter Soldier. We were supposed to see Julia Louis-Dreyfus debut in that before we saw yeah. her. That's what I heard. Yeah, and there was there was supposed to be more of them in the in that series, which we didn't get to see because mm. they had to take it all out. Mm. So we're missing some of the some of the exciting parts or, and and the tie-ins with the other areas. Now Loki didn't have that issue. Loki didn't have the issue of you know having to wait for other things or miss scenes and things like that. And so we're looking at the entirety of a work, and then we're looking at two different series that have majority of the work that they were meant to have Mm -hmm. so i think it's i think it's a little unfair to say you know some are better than others i enjoyed the loki series as much as i enjoyed wandavision and i'd still enjoyed falcon the winter shoulder but if i had to rank them just just how they are right now not considering all the obstacles that they face i would say loki close second wandavision and then still close third falcon and the winter soldier i think they're all great stories but the pieces that tied wandavision and the falcon and winter soldier together with the other other things that came out Mm -hmm. were missing so which is sad i i think uh i think it's going to be one of those situations and and because uh, and, you've heard about what have you been seeing what people have been saying about uh, like Doctor Strange? Like yeah. people like people have been going back and, and going based on what we saw in WandaVision and, and Loki that Doctor Strange was pretty much in our face the whole time telling us about this and we weren't even really noticing talking about multiverses talking about timelines and stuff like that. So was the Sorcerer Supreme before before Doctor Strange was was she were they trying to, uh, you know, were they working for or doing the bidding of the TVA? Was because uh, even in Endgame, when Hulk tried to get the the Time Stone from the Sorcerer Supreme, she mentioned, "If you take this stone from us, you're going to create a different uh, timeline." And so it seemed like the the Sorcerer Supreme uh, were were trying to do the bidding of what the the TVA was trying to keep in place, keeping our this this one timeline from being affected and from splinter, uh, splintering off. Do you think do you think now with the multiverse of madness coming out, do you think I here's there's two, there's two questions. Do you one, do you believe that when Doctor Strange was looking up a, a way for the Avengers to beat Thanos, do you also now now based on what you've seen believe that he was looking for a way to not only beat Thanos, but also doing it without messing up the sacred timeline. And uh, do you believe now that the, the multiverse of madness is coming, that it's that he's going to abandon even trying to bring, bring it back to one sacred timeline and just, you know, just let it all uh, go and just let them all exist. What do, what do you think about those two questions? Okay. So there's a crazy amount of things that I have to say and to answer both your questions. Um, no, you don't think you don't think he was trying to keep the, the time there's no proof that he had any prior knowledge of the tva's existence the ancient one there's no proof that she had any knowledge of the tva's existence all she could see was what she could see um so when she was talking to bruce banner saying you know if you take this stone there's going to be that variant timeline so the future me wouldn't exist so that's thinking of time as we know it in a linear stance okay So the TVA was just making sure there was only one chance. So they were continuing with time being linear, being that there's only one outcome, but there's no will as long as you're doing what I say, then you can think that you're doing what I say, you know, doing what you want. But um, there's no proof that Doctor Strange or even Wanda, which in the comics is is the one that that broke the, you know, the, the, the sacred timeline mm-hmm. and create, and, you know, aided in, in the multiverse, but in, in Loki, it was Sylvie killing he who remains, who ultimately was, you know, didn't really break the time, the multiverse, but allowed it to exist. Mm-hmm. So I think in the Dr. Strange w- movie, we'll actually see more of why everything was splintering more of, you know, things like that. Um, so, 
the ancient one, when she was talking to Bruce Banner and explaining, you know, you're changing basically the future if you take this now, even if you bring it right back and hand it to me as half a second or the second you take it, you're still creating this different, this different future. Mm -hmm. So I think that she just understood time as, as most of us do, as it being linear instead of it being, you know, all over the place. Mm. So I don't, I don't think that they had any knowledge. I don't think there's any proof. I think that if we would have seen some of the things that they had to cut out in WandaVision, I think we'd have questions. more answers. Yeah. And I think we'd have more answers. And I think some of the things that happened with Loki in that final episode may have made a little more sense and maybe fed into the movie more, mm -hmm. but that movie is not coming out until next year. True. So we have a long time to sit here and and, just and contemplate wonder and like, no, the ancient one was in on it. <laughs> yeah. she was in. I don't think she was in on it. I don't think that she, she was, you know, anything like that. I think that she just knew what she knew. And I don't think it's anything more complicated than that. Well, there you go, guys. So right there. She, uh, yeah. But oh, uh, to answer the doctor, strange question where he goes through all the different scenarios. So he was just sitting there. Um, working out which was the best decision because ultimately he said out of all these hundreds of options that we could choose only one would have us be successful mm. all of these things and so he was just working out the different scenarios to see which one would be and ultimately you're right if they did make all those different choices those could be seen as like multiverses and then then time going off in that particular way if you make that choice but you could also say that if i chose to walk straight as opposed to turning right that would be a variant yeah that, in my timeline if, exactly. if if i don't follow the sacred timeline da, 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 da. Right. but in that particular scenario the tva would have only allowed that one decision path for all those characters because that was supposed to happen according to the tva so wouldn't technically wouldn't technically doing nothing would have also succeeded like if this if the, the avengers decided not to even fight and let thanos win wouldn't the tva then have to interfere <laughs> interfere and come like oh what the hell you got to do something like all right thanos you, you we're snapping we're gonna erase you guys out of existing because you're at this point you're supposed to lose this is end game what the hell avengers fight you're like no and, and wouldn't the TVA then have to have been, uh, I mean, with all that power, it just seems that Doctor Strange would have been able to see that scenario. Well, technically, if we do nothing, this group will come yeah. out of this door and, and they'll like fix it. <laughs> well, they didn't as much interfere. So it's not like somebody going down going, hey, 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 turn left here right. as much as it's, oh, you're not supposed to do that. We're going to wipe you out. Re right. reset the timeline and hope you made it make a better decision next time because if you don't we're just going to wipe you out again right. and keep waiting for you to make the right decision man if, yeah or if, if or if thanos himself decided you know what eh, i don't feel like snapping anybody oh, i'm just going to go home and all of a sudden the tva comes well, out yep, now, now it's time for you to go meet he who remains <laughs> jump dump yeah. him on that garbage planet and let the dragon eat him and like no do your damn job thanos but uh those i mean that's that's i don't know i'm I'm willing to, I'm going to wait. I'm going to do it. I'm going to take your advice. I'm going to wait and see what we find out in the multiverse of madness. See if next the ancient year, one, next year, see if the, see if the ancient <laughs> one and Dr. Strange was in on it, this whole, they're getting paid under the table by the TVA, by he who remains. Uh, so, so Kane could come in and do his thing. Right. But no, that's just speculation. Well, I, I hope those storylines get leaked. I hope we find out some things, you know, maybe they'll use those storylines in what if that's coming out, maybe, you know, right? I don't know. That, yeah. That's a good point. Let's, let but even but you can't use anything that happens in what if as, as like because uh, no yeah that'd be, yeah because that'll just be so yeah you're right there's, there's there's give and take on it so if they do throw that in, in what if you're right we won't be able to use it in the MCU so unless it, unless it's a variation so <laughs> let's so who knows what happen if well we all get, what if is is variant exactly variant timeline so. So uh, it's it's funny. So that's that's it's kind of good that we got the Loki series before What If because it kind of would make sense why we don't why these things like technically we can imagine that yep these things actually happened but because they weren't a part of the sacred timeline they were then later. Uh, uh, I want I want Miss Minutes to come at the end of every episode of uh, What If and be like and now time now it's time to throw this one in the trash it can never happen like this is a variation so that would well be I think the when they burst. 
when the at the very end of Loki, when the sacred timeline busted up and all those variations, so it it changed. That might have created not, the what if series. It, that's what it did. So it yeah. what it did was not only changed the the possibilities of the future, it splintered all the way through the past. Mm, that's true. So that's it's true. not just the future. So all of those things in what if happened. Okay. After like it's it's strange to think of it like this. So And we gotta be quick. We gotta we gotta gotta sacred timeline happened. Busted up at the end, created all the variants. That means it splintered all the way back to the beginning. So everything in what if happened in a variant timeline along with that sacred timeline that's not so sacred anymore. And so maybe we could see stuff of that in in future MCU stuff. I don't know what they're gonna do, but it, it opens it up to anything that they want now. Question is, guys, let us know what you think of the whole shebang. What do you? What are your thoughts on Loki? How it was executed? Where you rank it? If you're ready to rank it at all, uh, uh, do you believe uh, Sarah with her misdirection and trying to to say that the TVA wasn't a part uh, in cahoots with the ancient one, or do you believe this guy about <laughs> about about that? Because because if you go back to uh, Doctor Strange, uh, about one hour and twenty eight minutes, seventy seconds in, seven seconds in, you can see her wink. She like. She does a little wink <laughs> at the camera. There is no TVA. I'm mm-hmm. telling you, watch it again. <laughs> watch it again. Very underrated. All right, guys. <laughs> That's the show. I appreciate it. We're going to uh, sign off. I, like I said, I have to go head out and I'm about to go watch the um, Snake Eyes uh, movie. So Sarah can be super, super jealous about that. That's right. I'm starting <laughs> to get press passes again. Uh, but I can also, uh, if, if there's ever any... Uh, any uh, advanced screenings or anything where where you're you're at with being with the uh, with the channel and stuff? If there's, I can we can probably get you any advanced screenings if, if you uh, or anyone in the guild want to go out and go uh, check something out. I have to look that up well, for you. Thanks. So yeah, it's it's that's it, awesome. I'm it, sure it, there will be because I'm in Atlanta. So oh yeah, it's all oh, definitely all the big stuff. Oh mm-hmm. definitely yeah. So I'm, I'm, I'll look into that for you. So hopefully we'll be getting okay. you some more advanced uh, reviews uh, like we used to before the whole pandemic thing uh, slowed everything down. <laughs> Uh, again so again i'm gonna sign off you can find me online at i've changed my my personal ones now it's at chris w fagan that's uh, on tiktok twitter and on instagram so if you want to uh, ask me a question directly or if you want to just uh, use the q a on our tiktok or the, uh, at t3 medias and just uh, send a question in on there so we can use it for we got your mail and sarah if they want to find you online where can they do that so i'm sarah Catherine the red on everything and um our podcast is within the guild on youtube and i also have a youtube channel as well so instagram twitter what tiktok and youtube all that stuff going off on on her instagram telling everybody all the wrong information trying to to, (laughs) to, uh, cover up the conspiracy of the ancient one yeah we're (laughs) we we, we're watching we Mm -hmm. we know what's going on but uh that's the show guys (laughs) i appreciate you guys for uh, for bearing with me for finally we're able to get the 200th episode out of the way with all these technical difficulties and uh we'll hopefully we're going to be doing some reactions uh, real soon so check those out uh there's something I think Sarah's got something planned for you guys, so be on the lookout for uh, for that in the, in the near future. And until next time, guys, hey, peace. Our supporters help make all this.